There is no phone ringing, damn it! What the hell are you talking about? You know what the hell she's talking about? Now, what in hell am I going to tell this boy Shaver's parents? That a substitute nurse assassinated him because she couldn't tell the doctors from the patients on the floor? My God! Okay. You let a woman beat ya. You little tiny nothing. Why did you move closer to me? Closer to Don't, you. Bob. Uh-uh. His name was Jeremiah Johnson. Norma Ray has been working since she was 16. And Jeff Goldblum is the psycho freak who's everywhere the action is. That's outrageous! You try one more goddamn stunt and I'll light up the fucking sky! I'd rather die running than be left here alone. Okay, but remember, serpentine! Absolutely. What a guy. You can fuck the lilies and the roses too. A decade under the influence. No rules, no limits. No wonder these filmmakers changed our world. DVD interactive menus. Go. Uh -huh. What? <laughs> can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Am I coming in clear? You sound great. Listen to me. But then what if I like turn this way? Can you hear me good? It's not because you turn your head. It's because you travel. Uh, doesn't even it's matter. Really People bad. just get mad when like the person eats something now. Yeah. Which means I need to eat something. Yeah, Hold on. Get, get on talkies. <laughs> Do you know they make talkies in like chip form? Now? Eliza had to apologize because she like ate something. <laughs> Jesus. You have too many listeners if you have to apologize for eating. Yeah, that's that's. I took a bite. I'm sorry. <laughs> I was hungry. <laughs> but anyway. I do like this hip pump in action. I can't the watch that. Close up on the shot <laughs> in the interactive menu. <laughs> There's some choices made for sure. Hi and welcome to another episode of A Decade Under the Influence. You're not welcome. It's a beautiful Sunday. You're welcome in providing fertile ground. It is kind of an okay Sunday. Yeah, not too hot, but on the on the hottish side. It's beautiful that I'm it here with hot. you. Oh, it certainly <laughs> is. It's nice in here. You got a new fan. You had to turn it off because you could hear it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It wasn't right for sound. It wasn't right for sound. It went, oh. <laughs> it was like a constant like moan of scorn that you'd hear. Oh, I wish you'd just stop. <laughs> We're watching Female Trouble today, 1974. Woohoo! I hope that you cucks can handle it. Like, <laughs> cucks, I mean you. <laughs> uh, we'll have a lot to say while this is going. I took a week off to do extra research for this and did none. Yeah. Because we're slowly getting, I'm slowly, you guys have been working, they've been working the whole time, but I'm, I work at a bar and I'm slowly getting back to work. Yay, back to and work. And I'm tired. And like... It's just, I didn't have, like, way more free time, so I, like, <laughs> used my free time for, like, whatever habits I had gotten into. You know, this is my four hours of squeezing this cat, and, like, <laughs> it's gone, so I felt, like, super busy when, I, in fact, I wasn't super busy, but I'm super busy getting used to working again. Yeah, it's a change of routine. That's just hard. And not that I, like, sat there and did nothing, you know. I felt bad about myself, like most people during COVID. <laughs> That's a lot of work. I spiraled, yeah. Woo. <laughs> like a thousand calories a day just in spiraling. Spiral calories. <laughs> I hope that you were all doing well. Let's start this movie. Yeah. Um, we're watching a DVD version. Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. This m version is a version that nobody has. 
<laughs> it's like a hundred dollar out of print, but it was the one that had commentary that I needed. But the Blu-ray that probably looks way more fabulous. Um, this will look more like it's supposed to look, because the whole point of this for me is uh, this is like cult movies, and this is movies that used to watch at like three in the morning. And according to my friend, it was like the whole like thing was you'd wake up and be like, huh? So it wasn't until I was an adult, like way into adulthood, that I finally like saw the ending to a lot of these movies because you oh, had to right. watch them. It would say midnight, but it was more like midnight movies, but it was more like 2 a.m., 3 a.m. movies. Oh, wow. And these bizarre movies that like you thought were, you know, we called them like punk rock movies. And you just watch them so late and like be like, what is on the screen? <laughs> and I think like it looking shitty is kind of good. So I don't know if I'm ready for the pristine blu-ray yet <laughs> but i had to watch this one because the blu-ray does not come with commentary so i think That's it's the weird. same and this one is like listed as like the uncut but apparently it only has like one second there's a there's a scene where uh she catches um uh, what don davenport catches her husband gator having sex with a woman and like she's sitting on this guy and they're both naked and the censors were like, now she could sit there, but she can't move. And the fact that she was like moving, that's not a thing that was designed to look sexy. It's like, you know, the whole point of like these types of movies is just like, I don't know. But uh, he had to cut. So I think there was like one second. That's funny. So I, yeah, Uncut. My, my so if, if, if did they, a, a like female coming of age movie and there was like so many weird little things that they had to do to not have it be an x-rated film and like none of it was porn at all but like there's like a scene where um like one of the characters is is giving another guy head or whatever and like like they could either show her head going down out, like out of shot or coming up, but you couldn't show both, or else it would. That was like the difference between an R and an X rating. Oh, that's you can't, you can't show weird. <laughs> but the point is, is that this might not sync up with your pretty Blu-rays, but if it doesn't, it's just a second or two. And I apologize if it gets annoying to anybody. Yeah, but I think most people just listen to this and aren't really watching the movie. But there might be one or two. I know Eddie has done it with the movie. So oh, nice. Thanks, Eddie. Yeah, uh, so let's do this. Yeah, so I'm we're ready. Sta starting in three, two, one, play. You didn't. You didn't give them a second to prepare. I didn't to refine the remote. Did you put subtitles on? I'm doing it now. Have you done it yet? I always forget where the button is. I know where the buttons are. Well, there is on no my subtitles. Remote. There are. I had them on the whole time I was doing the research. What little research Maybe I did. it just doesn't come until you get past the title screen. Yeah. Oh, probably. we get two of these. So nice they gave it twice. That's funny because it did that when I watched it and I thought like I had pressed something. Now the subtitles came on. So it's nice. Really, do they come on now? People don't need that. <laughs> the right reading is... I hope someone gets that because we always do that. <laughs> the Orson Welles stuff. Yeah. If anybody listening to the sound of my voice haven't seen the Orson Welles uh, YouTube classic treasures, they should watch them. He does a voiceover where he's doing commercials, and that's really good. And then there's another one. 
Or maybe they're the same. They're both different different lengths from voiceovers. It's good shit. It is Drunk good Orson shit. Welles is amazing. He's like, <laughs> I feel he was like this kind of genius guy and it just like didn't suffer fools lightly in a way and it was also drunk and kind of an asshole and it's just hilarious <laughs> i think so <laughs> i think that maybe later in the night he could have been like having drinks with that guy and they could have been hugging i don't know so i would say it's kind possible, of an asshole but he's just so like he's bushy. not he doesn't come across as bad or vicious but as buddy rich does he comes off as condescending yeah yeah i, get, I want a blue drink I had no idea. So this is actually um, <laughs> Divine singing, and apparently they went to a studio in, in L.A. and did this, and it's the first time they mention any other city of all of John Waters' movies. Of course, when I'm doing research for these, you you know, you know name all the actors that are in it, you name other stuff that they're in, but it's like not really necessary because everyone in these movies are just in every single John Waters movie. <laughs> and all the John Waters movies are all filmed in Baltimore. They're all about life in Baltimore, which is where he grew up and was raised and everything. But not this one. No, this one, definitely. Who, was it? who said it wasn't? Well, I thought you said it was in L.A. No, oh, no, they, no, they, just they where they went to record the theme song. Oh. <laughs> it was just listening to the comedy. He's like, I think we went to L.A. And it's just, it was foreign hearing that because it's all... Always Baltimore. You know, one of the reasons I love watching 70s movies is because you can see what the country looked like back then. Right. And it's like one of the reasons that I really want... One of the reasons I really wanted to go on tour in the 90s is like I want to see before new feudalism sets in what the country looks like before it's just all a sea of Walmarts and Targets. and. <laughs> And we saw a sea of Walmarts and Targets. We were kind of too late, but we did see some things that are probably more, way more and more gone. A lot of these college towns with cool cities that are probably, nobody can afford to live there anymore. Right. Literally any city, basically, at this point. Yeah, but, like, I've never been to Baltimore, so. But a lot of this stuff he got from his own experiences. And there's so much shit that's quoted in this. And so many of these things that ended up in punk songs. I quoted at the beginning, I wouldn't suck your lousy dick if I was suffocating and there was oxygen in your balls. <laughs> and that's on a Bikini Kill song or something. <laughs> there's many quotes that are like that. So he was saying, John Waters was saying that, like, you know, these were all his friends and, like, people that would hang out with him, and they're all in all of his movies. And he said that um, if you didn't act in one scene, you maybe held the microphone. Like, it was like they were also the crew. <laughs> That's fucking cool. It's amazing to get that sort of, like, crew that puts together, like, these iconic films. I mean, they're all Colton. What not, but... I love these two. These, um... Concetta and Chicolette. <laughs> this is like her two trashy friends. And of course, this is obviously Divine. Uh-huh. I would recommend that if you haven't seen the documentary I Am Divine, you watch that. It was really a treat. And then Divine Trash, which is about the making of, um... 
a movie we're probably not going to watch, which is, uh, why can't I think of the name of it? Uh, Pink Flamingos. Hmm. When I was writing, I listened to an interview. He was like, That's I hate... the dog poop one, right? Yeah. Okay. He's like, there's other stuff in there, too. It's fine, but I just, uh, it's a little problematic. John Waters was like, I hate Pink Flamingos now. Because he's like, he liked them because it was like working class and like weird, like you'd see them at a trailer park and now like hipsters get these plastic ones and they, they weren't plastic back then. Well, they weren't. No, I don't and he think was I've saying, I love when she is busted for, don't you fucking narc on me. <laughs> Divine is the best. He's so good. <laughs> but look, like, I will fuck you up. But that, like, people doing Pink Flamingos now is almost making fun of the working class. So he's like, I, I'm down with Pink Flamingos now. He's like, I'm against them. And he goes, I don't think they should be in jail or anything, but I'm against them. <laughs> okay, so something kind of like this happened to me in seventh grade. <laughs> Everybody, but she's like, we'll cut you. Well, yeah, like, uh, somebody, like, threatened me, so I, like, brought a knife to school, but it cut through my school bag, and it was hanging out, and some kid was like, I'm going to tell on you, and I was like, no, you're not, because I'll fucking gut you. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But then he he went ahead, and he told, and I got in fucking trouble and got got expelled. (gasps) Oh. What a piece of shit. Oh, yeah. You're going to get it. You're going to get it. Oh, you like that? <laughs> well, if you're already failing, like, why yeah, do you Yeah, what's the point? Why do I care? <laughs> he still sees most of these people and... Well, also, he was saying in the beginning, he's like, this is sad because most of the people that, or half the people that were in this movie are now dead. Oh. He just said, real sad for me. Half of these people are dead. AIDS, overdoses, alcoholism, all the things that hit the creative community. Hmm. But the other half are still alive. And that teacher, he was saying, is like, Still alive. Really? <laughs> like, that guy's still alive. I saw him, you know, at a something. <laughs> I hate me. They better get me these. That's, that's the quote that I quote the most from this movie is, give me back them presents and I better get them cha-cha heels. <laughs> and you could meet, you know, know that you've met like-minded people if you like say that and they're like, oh yeah. <laughs> Even now, I'll be like, cha-cha heels. And if they know what I'm talking about, I'll be like, yeah, you're cool. We could hang out. I love that outfit so much. Aren't you wearing it? The same thing you're wearing right now. Only you don't have the shorts and the slippers on. I'm kidding. We're wearing suits and ties here. I just fucking love those. (laughs) Just fucking open it. (laughs) Yeah, I Am Divine came out in 2013. Highly recommend it. (laughs) 
Oh yeah, I wrote this. Reminded me of when I watched the David Crosby <laughs> documentary. Um, <laughs> right, right. Their last Silent song. Night is the last performance. And back when they all hated each other, I mean, somewhat recently, because Obama was there, and um, it's the last time they ever spoke together. And we watched it. And yeah, it was, it was, it was like, just fucking terrible. Super butchered. <laughs> it's like. <laughs> it's all out of tune and look at it wanting singing. it to be the cha-cha heels and it's not <laughs> yes <laughs> the director was John Waters was saying that like this happened to his grandmother or something where the tree accidentally fell on her <laughs> is she out like, <laughs> I'm not seeing any boom mics I was watching the new season of Atypical and it was really good oh yeah high, high recommend but it was like I'm watching it I had had a little hmm 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 and I'm watching it and I was like it's, what is that it was like this black blur and it was a boom mic on like oh, a, no. a new show now and then you can see I rewound it a couple times and it's just one little like dip, boop, but you can fucking see it. Whoops! If John but Waters I mean, can hide the boom mics, <laughs> that's what that just happened on Game of Thrones, right? Like they had the whole fucking oh plastic something bottle. isn't there like a Pepsi or something? Someone left a water bottle on set, and everyone was so mad. The internet lost its mind. Uh, John Waters said the intro is one of his favorite scenes of all time. <laughs> Divine was 28, uh, playing a high school student, and saying that she did a great job. He did a great job. Dialogue taken from Waspy, high school experiences. He hated school. He was never encouraged in school. And he said people always try to get him to, like, they try to give him honorary degrees now and, like, have him speak at schools. And he's like, they're just trying to get a free speech out of him. <laughs> funny i didn't write down the quote but he was just like you know i'm really just not impressed and he was talking about he's just not impressed with school with the school system (laughs) oh classy now it's you you watch this and it's like different people and it's funny that like the whole reason he did this is so you can go fuck yourself like he's like this is go fuck yourself (laughs) because divine is literally fucking themselves because it's that's divine, divine out of drag, divine. yeah. Yeah. So it's just funny. Go fuck yourself. He filmed all this to do a go fuck yourself joke. <laughs> also, he's growing up, you know, alienated and gay in Baltimore. And so it's like this whole movement and all of his movies are kind of like an indictment of what you see is like, you know, gross what they would say are nice family, but he even gives them a fucking poop stain, a skid mark, <laughs> added on purpose, the, like, you know, the ugliness of it all. And some people right. don't get these cult movies, and that's fine. I don't think my mom would get this. <laughs> right. <laughs> Eat it. <laughs> and we'll see Divine stand-in later. Uh, she's in the beauty parlor scene. Like choking, I love this. The audio mm-hmm. on this is fantastic. 
Divine was very interested or loved watching Elizabeth Taylor movies. And he was talking about how, you know, he was interested in radicalism and he like, you know, uh, supported the Weather Underground and like, you know, it's pretty political. But he would go to a lot of these protests. He says this in a lot of interviews, but he was like, I never got beat up or anything. He's like, I knew when to run. <laughs> and he wasn't. In one interview, he says that he wasn't that interested in politics, but he would go to the protest because everybody looked good. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of just like a cheeky. Yeah, in other thing that, like a, a lot of drag queens make jokes like that. Yeah, because so. <laughs> in other interviews, he's talking about how he supports it, and he said that Divine was interested in stuff, but she didn't go to any. He didn't go to any protests or anything, and too busy watching Elizabeth Taylor movies. <laughs> Go fuck yourself. <laughs> and this turns into a real baby, of course. It's and it's funny, it's like gum on the wall. One of, one of the grandparents that is such a genius touch. was there while they were filming this and hadn't even seen the baby yet because the parents is all people in the town that he knew and And he's like, I've seen this kid. The the baby's fine. And <laughs> apparently, that's some piece of liver or something. I don't know. It's supposed to be the umbilical cord. I caught that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's weird though. <laughs> Career girl. What does that mean? You'll see. <laughs> Get you some pie. Save lives. Is that a like a cereal? Are, are we gonna see that? Divine's oh. girlfriends again? I love this scene. <laughs> <laughs> It's just funny, you know. I grew up in a small town in Chicago, and you could you could get these movies at the video store in the cult section. And it's just before you really get what it's all about. Like even you know, I was like 15 or 14, knowing about enough about drag queens, <laughs> stuff that you're like kept from. It was just like bizarre, <laughs> and I knew I liked it. That okay, there they are. I can't remember which one's Concetta and which one's Chicolette. I think the one on the left was Concetta. She uh, died in 1989. She was an actor, <laughs> writer, journalist, columnist. She died of AIDS in 1989. She was 40. Oh, wow. She's in polyester and most of John Waters. And they were doing this, like, um, mostly you'd put, like, a nylon in your head, but they couldn't because of their wigs. And they're saying that they wouldn't they wouldn't do that anyway. So they made something so that it could fit over their their wigs. <laughs> they just put veils on. Yeah, <laughs> wouldn't mess up their fabulous hair. <laughs> God, that's a massive donut. Yeah. And this was like somebody that worked on the film's kid and. And it was just saying something that the kid did after school. And that, like, 
you know, the kid didn't see all the scenes or whatever, but, you know, it's just funny. The kid is not scarred. <laughs> I mean, probably way better off than any of the fucking MGM kids. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, again, if you watch uh, Divine Trash, it's just, it's neat watching John Waters direct, and it's like, he's not like I thought. He's just real quiet and sweet, and hmm. he writes all the dialogue and has it all rehearsed, and he's just super serious and about filmmaking. It's just not what I expected, so it's a real neat movie, and he looks so good in long hair. If you watch that movie, Divine Trash, I haven't seen he's it. just got super long hair, and he's Hmm. Looks super hot. Nice. <laughs> Look out into air. Criminal life. Hillary Taffy as a child after school. Oh, I guess there's um an interview with her in the Blu-ray. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. Those veils, yeah, they have to like <laughs> tie her up. Definitely keeps. <laughs> and her character is based off of Patty McCormick in The Bad Sea, just that kind of look and stuff. Mm-hmm. And John Waters keeps saying that, like, people come up to him and be like, oh, you were influenced by Patty McCormick in The Bad Seed. And he'd be like, yep. And then she'd be like, I am Patty McCormick. <laughs> this is a 101 in parenting for you all out there (laughs) oh jesus yeah (laughs) it's camp but it's also like you know people are mean to their kids and it's like here's This is really early on. Mm-hmm. This is, um, for John Waters, this is early, too. This is 73. I think this is the first movie he did after Pink Flamingos. Uh, this is my favorite one of his. And then my second one is Polyester, but that's 81. Hmm. So when are we going to get to that? I don't know. I think we got a little time before then. A little bit of time. <laughs> oh, yeah, where they're just, like, so mad. They're just cutting the jump rope so the kid can never play with jump ropes. <laughs> I hate it. That's another quote. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> It's true. Between the beatings. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, did they say pocketbook already? I think they did. That's a a total Baltimore saying. Instead of pocketbook, they say pocketbook. Because it's all about like Baltimore sayings and Baltimore accents. In Pecker, they were like pit beef. I still don't know what a pit beef sandwich is. Like, <laughs> I want pit beef. Everything's about pit beef. <laughs> what is happening here? It's great. See, it's just like, huh? 
This is Aunt Ida. She's awesome. <laughs> she is awesome, and she just <laughs> loved John Waters until she died. They were like super friends, and he loved her. They would just hang out. It says that like she hated this outfit. <laughs> she hated this. And outfit. someone, the guy that was review or interviewing him for the the commentary was Wait, like, "Who hated this outfit?" She did. What? Little Edie. Edie, not little Edie. That's a different documentary. <laughs> but her name is Edie. Um, I don't know why she hated it. Maybe it was too tight for her. I don't know. Oh, and he wants, she wants her son to be gay. <laughs> you don't have any boy dates? He said he would do that on purpose. He would, um... <laughs> Yeah, he said gay people would play straight people and straight people would play gay people. And he said, I love the idea of gender confusion. <laughs> that Edie would do a million takes, could never get the dialogue right, but he had the patience for it. And he did, like I said, they just loved each other. Total friends. Um, and that she would also say stage direction. She would say she would learn her lines and then she'd be like, blah, blah, blah. Edith walks to side of the room. <laughs> you are fucking nuts, Aunt Ida. I gotta get to work. Don't you worry about me. Sex ain't no problem. No problem. It's Baltimore, but it I sounds like a surfer accent. Like the turning it on its head. Yeah. Like instead of <laughs> being worried about your child being gay or whatever, and like worried about him being straight and yep. moralizing about that. <laughs> He's just teasing to death, and he does that, and one of the characters does that exact thing, and Cecil be demented. Hmm. He's like teasing somebody's hair, laughing their asses off. Oh, and that character in that movie is all mad because he can't <laughs> love his boyfriend because he's not gay. He's like, I suffer from being straight. <laughs> I love his mustache. The point I love is, though, the hair collar. Oh my fucking god! Absolutely, amazing. It really is. But these people come in and they start manipulating Don Davenport, and he's writing that on purpose. It's like the inspiration for the Hunger Games, rich people. <laughs> oh, it totally, I can totally is. See that? That's so funny. And they wouldn't admit it. Oh, no. Like they didn't want to admit that. Uh, what is it, Ursula? From Little Mermaid is a hundred percent based on. And he was talking to somebody. He finally got someone to admit it. That had designed Ursula. That was based on Divine. <laughs> Get out of here. Go. That's right. She does look like, or he does. Um, Divine does look like Elizabeth Taylor. Sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> pretty hot. I like that wig. <laughs> yeah. That's not shocking to me that you like that wig. Which <laughs> one? Hers. Oh, yeah. Disqualified. Oh, I'm sorry. Maybe you suggest Mr. Ray's wig world. What's the matter 
right. What's the matter with the telephone company? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like to be famous. <laughs> I'm a thief and a shit kicker. <laughs> Everyone suggests Mr. Ray's wig whirl. It's Whoa! like stores where that was not done very well. <laughs> There's a punch later that is done pretty well. But stores where like you have to be interviewed to even go there. And he was saying that he had like super outrageous prices and that now they're not that outrageous. Because he's like, oh, $100, but now you can go into a salon and easily pay $100. Oh, anywhere, yeah. But it's supposed oh, to be this, yeah, like, just... shockingly outrageous price. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you'd be lucky if you could get your hair colored for that much. Plop. Another quote. John Waters says people, like, will run up to him and say that line. <laughs> will they? <laughs> Still. Give me a double egg salad. A double egg salad. <laughs> Could someone run and give me a double egg salad on Same toast? amount of salad, but double egg. <laughs> oh, and she gets the super hot see-through uh, wedding dress where you can see the bush through it. It's just funny there. <laughs> I'm like, I like that wedding dress. Yeah, that's a great wedding dress. Yeah. <laughs> Don't you have any boys you could go on dates with? <laughs> Goodbye, Mr. Chips over there. Is <laughs> no, is he supposed to be a holy man? What's going on there? He's a holy man. I like the tiger blazer. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, she's mad, yeah, because it's not marrying a dude. Hot. <laughs> uh oh. Paps cans have changed a little bit. Couldn't get tall boys back then. And 69 or 73. Just those weird cans that you had to like use a, like a <laughs> can with a hairbrush. Or those mini, <laughs> oh, those yeah. mini beer cans there. <laughs> that was like, he had to cut like one second from that. She could sit there, but she couldn't move. <laughs> but you get acting. a full vagina oh. shot. <laughs> yeah, they were fine with that. It's just, you can't move. <laughs> So funny. <laughs> I love these kind of scenes. They're just perfect. Her laughing at this. And that's what polyester is. It's just people being mean to people through most of the movie and laughing, ordering like 50 pizzas to someone that they don't like and is laughing. 
<laughs> Is that a fish? Fish, yep. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you! <here. laughs> oh. So good. He's like more interested in magazines, and Tom Waters is saying more interested in like tools. <laughs> Because it's like this toolbox over there. Get my toolkit. It's right there. Right? You're like <laughs> laying in it almost. Toolbox fell. This is where the quote is. This is adult taffy. This is mink stole. All these people are in every John Waters. She's actually literally in every John Waters movie. Oh, there was another taffy quote that's good too. That's it. Jump in a river of snot. <laughs> I need to figure out if that's Bikini Kill or L7 or what. Like, what This is just solid parenting all the way through. Is this what it's like? Would you say Pittsburgh? Where is this? Baltimore. Baltimore. Maryland. I'm sure this is like, you know, I don't think he saw exactly that, but (laughs) parents would tell awful lies to their kids like that when they were mad, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like, or the, the siblings would, you know? Like, those aren't your parents. The police are your parents. <laughs> yeah, only I can make fun of her. And I love it how, like, she sasses and then Don's like, give her the ten bucks. <laughs> What did she say? She's like, shut up, you fucking hippie. I don't remember. Yeah, she... <laughs> yeah, right in a book, hippie. Yeah, right a book, hippie. And she goes to play Crash and... John Waters was saying he would do that. He would play Crash. He said he was very lucky that he had like an aunt and a mom that was supportive of all the stuff that he liked. <laughs> Is that a carrot or a breadstick? It was a carrot. <laughs> 
Sorry, yeah, it's just, it's just, just you guys are laughing. Time. Yeah. It's just such good dialogue. He wrote this whole thing too, right? Yeah. Is there any ad-libbing that goes on in this? No. <laughs> it's very outspoken against ad-libbing. Oh, that's interesting. I mean, she's... she's he just... says he can always notice it when he watches it. He watches it in movies. Uh-huh. He's still super cinephile and interested in movies and will like host events, you know, rating movies or, you know, whatever, giving awards for movies. He'll show up on commentaries of movies as just random on Mommy Dearest. There's like nobody that worked on Mommy Dearest is like having anything to do with that film, <laughs> but he does the entire comedy or commentary for it. Really? Yeah. That's um, Divine's Double. Oh. And she also kind of looks like Elizabeth Taylor. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I totally see it. But he's just like, I can always tell when they're improving, so I just I don't do improv. It's like seems like he's a little bit of a stickler about it. Because someone was like, oh, did Divine come up with that stuff? But they were really tight. They were best friends, and they lived together. Hmm. So he's like, I wrote it for Divine. You know, like specifically for her. I mean, I get. I'm thinking that though, because I mean, she she just spits fucking fire with those lines. I mean, yeah, but they're yeah. all rehearsed. <laughs> they're so cute. The one on the right is like the cutest. <laughs> that hair. I can't remember the name of the makeup person. I'll say it when we're done. It's just massive. But did the makeup of all <laughs> the films. His hair is so out of control. <laughs> sure, I love this scene too. And that like, this outfit... And then tells her, and then she's like, well, we'll fire Gator. And they fire him, and they're like, did you get me fired? And maybe I did, and maybe I didn't. Pissy. The outfit is amazing. Yeah, Yeah, I like it too. I'll point out an outfit that I don't like. I think I generally like them all. Mm -hmm. I don't know if I like that orange thing over there. Let's see. The orange thing? Yeah, she has like an orange outfit on. See? Yeah, I don't think I like that outfit. It looks like a macrame planter. <laughs> <laughs> also, the wallpaper is great. Holy shit. Get fixed up. Thanks a lot, Vicky. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's why I'm here is to get fixed up. <laughs> Amazing. Are those rollers? What is that? This is, I don't know, yeah. but this is a real beauty parlor they were in. These were always stores of people that were like, you know, friendly and would let them film in there. That's cool. It was a church that would like show the movies and 
You'll have to listen to the commentary. I'm not regurgitating it well, but apparently um, the guy who owned the church or something or whatever it was, uh, they got a divorce and the wife was like, we want to interview you saying that like my husband gave you money and put you put him in a porno film. You know, a porno film was filmed. He was like, uh, we didn't give him any money. And like, he was happy to do it. And it's not a porno film. <laughs> but I'll be interviewed. Yeah. I won't say you're wrong facts, but... <laughs> well, if it wasn't a porno, then why did I have to have all that sex during <laughs> Okay, prudes. And we must ask you to observe this rule at all times. You should know that we view sex as a violation of the spirit. What? We certainly never allow ourselves to be caught in one of those ludicrous positions. Well, these are like the villains, too, because they're totally manipulating her. Hmm. I didn't get that right away. Again, mostly because I was half asleep, too, because I was like young. Right. And it took a while to figure out what the hell's going on, but I helped in that process. <laughs> but in the commentary and interviews, yeah, he's like talking about like how they're totally manipulating Don. <laughs> and what's with that? Is that Paul Revere? What is that? That figurine there? That they have? <laughs> It just has to be in front of the telephone. (laughs) It's like standing in a boat. (laughs) (laughs) The worse the crime, the more exhilarating it is. The more you have to shoot up mascara or something. Fire my husband, Gator. I'm surprised that he didn't grab the Paul Revere statue. Right? He probably had to reach around it. Please fire Gator. There's no reason. No reason. I always remember him in blue hair. And the way he got the blue hair and pink flamingos was like, he took one of those old magic markers, like a Crayola magic marker, and like took out the thing and rubbed it in his hair. Oh my God. And like, because you can buy hair dye now anywhere, but back then you couldn't. I definitely did that. A few times when I was a kid. And John Waters was saying... my hair with Crayola markers. Awesome. (laughs) John Waters was saying that people would think that these people were crazy. Because she had red hair that was dyed that way. Mink still in pink flamingos. In Baltimore back then. But this was something that he used to do. Not as outrageous as this. But he would play Crash in his room and stuff. <laughs> Look at my friend. <laughs> oh, he's fucking brilliant. <laughs> so I was wondering what cra- playing Crash meant. <laughs> Oh, okay. I literally playing Crash. You're literally playing Crash. I love that. It's like you thought it was like another thing. It's like yeah. Yeah, I like well, Crash. I is to... a certain type of like it's a, something. 
I don't know if it's a sex thing or whatever, but no, it's literally... Or like slamming pots and pans together just or something. Crash. Just Just imagining what it's like to be in a car accident. When you watch that movie, because we were talking about that movie Crash, mm-hmm. and you were, you're both like, I fucking hate that movie. Yep. Yeah. And it's like, I was thinking of the other one. Oh, the one that people crash their cars for sex or whatever? Yeah, well, it's like a sexual thing, but it's also maybe not. It's just people that are into playing Crash, and they like <laughs> recreate famous crashes. <laughs> It's the guy that ended, he was on the last season of Discovery because he lives in the area of Canada where they filmed, but it was like so bizarre to see him on a sci-fi show. <laughs> like that director. What's his name? Folks, what's his name? He did Rabbit and Videodrome. David Cronenberg. He did Crash. And so when people talk about Crash, I forget that there's that dumb Matt Dillon movie. <laughs> I liked that movie though, but you both hated it. I fucking hated that movie. But I don't, I don't remember what you were talking about, so I'd have to see it again. I like Ernie. <laughs> Let's just spend so much time trying to make you like the racist guy, and like, I don't remember that. Oh, it's just annoying. I don't think it should have won Best Picture. Yeah, still desperately <laughs> trying to get her son to be gay. <laughs> Yeah, I think so. <laughs> what are those? Bavarian Dutch style pretzels. That's true. I don't know if they give you plaque, but after I eat a bunch of Bavarian Dutch style pretzels, it's super all over the teeth. <laughs> but that's a line from Say Anything. She's like in his car and they're both nervous on their first date. And he's like, what is that? Bavarian Dutch style pretzels. I've never even heard of a Bavarian yeah, Dutch style pretzel. They used to come in like a box, not a bag. And I, you would buy them to think that you were cool because they were weird. They came in a box. <laughs> and I was buying them because I wanted to be cool. I thought they were cool before I saw Say Anything. And I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> Lloyd Dobler has Bavarian Dutch style pretzels, too. He's your type. I like Ernie. I think I almost saw a boom mic or something. There's another shadow back there. Right? Is this a, she got one outfit through this whole film? Probably. The guy, I was gonna, I was saying earlier, the guy that was interviewing John Waters was like, where'd you get it? And he starts laughing. He's like, it was made for her. There's no, like, <laughs> store to get store that leather. has, like, an outfit for her size. She's, like, five foot two. Oh, no, that is a different outfit. And <laughs> I love it. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Just throwing a fit. It's Not also, often you can just throw a goddamn fit. It's also oddly hot. <laughs> oh. <laughs> he said it in the commentary, but you can tell that's real. Yeah. She really yeah. spit in oh, his yeah. face. <laughs> This is a punch that looks real. Actually, you can see at the end he pulled it, but right. still. Yeah, it's not, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it was, yeah. 
I'm just saying it looked realer than the slap earlier. The slap looked way more fake. <laughs> she just spits in his face. Yeah, and he was like, I think this is real. And I was like, you can tell it's totally real. <laughs> totally tell totally. it's real. <laughs> but then it like caught him off guard, too. <laughs> just swinging those hips through the neighborhood the guy also asked about female trouble in the commentary i knew what it was but he was like you know it's a term his mother used to use for periods Mm -hmm. yeah it does (laughs) i guess some people don't don't get it A street of I'd sooner jump in a river of snot. He said that they always made fun of hippies, even when that was half of our audience. <laughs> <laughs> but why? I mean, why not? It seems like they're. Involved in so I mean, Donald like and Donna, I forget too. his name. He passed away, I think, but um, Donna is still alive. That's Mary Vivian Pierce, also in most of John Waters' films, still alive. Oh, did he talk about the auto industry yet? He did because he says industry is so weird. <laughs> I wrote it down. It was like in dust tree. He's like in dust tree. <laughs> I want to be around the auto industry. Yeah. She's really good in Pecker. I love Pecker. So fantastic. And cereal mom and um. I think she was John Waters' roommate at the time, but the two of them were roommates. Again, I can't say enough about I Am Divine, seeing that documentary, because their friendship was so cute. Someone asked him about, like, Divine as as gay, and he was like, Divine did really well. <laughs> it was like really funny to me. It was just like... He did really well. <laughs> and they're not like, even eating it. A lot of groupies. Really? Yeah. And didn't like to wear drag if it wasn't, you know, in the movie. Couldn't wait to get all that stuff off. <laughs> that's, that's interesting. But did all like the. I think it was interesting that someone and, like asked. About sex or something. It's weird. Some of the questions people ask are weird. Like, yeah. you know, they would do that with with kiss interviews. Like, do you have sex in the makeup? It's just bizarre. And I think somebody had asked yes. Divine if they had sex in the makeup. And he's like, no, I can't wait to get it off. And it might have just been tied to just sexuality. Is that a, bre- is that a breakaway chair? I don't think so. No, it was. She's finally dead. (laughs) 
<laughs> I love that she threw the spaghetti against the wall. Yeah. Yeah, you're horrified, and then, like, she's all excited about it. <laughs> she's still crying. Yeah, what's my motivation here? Well, this was real. I saw um, a movie with, um, oh, now I can't think of anybody's name ever. As soon as these microphones get turned on. I know, it just breaks them. <laughs> so that's that was based off a book, a very special love story, Acid in the Face. It was like, what John is- Waters was like, this would people would do this. And then there was this book about it, about how then... The couple got, they stayed married afterwards. Oh my God. And like he was in jail, but then when he got out of jail, they were together or something. Acid attacks were super common just a few years ago. Ugh. But he was like, I couldn't believe this is a thing. Um, Oh, what was I going to say? Oh, because I'm trying to think of that. um, And I keep thinking of Liz Taylor. What's Judy Garland's daughter's name? Remember when you didn't know that that was Judy Garland's daughter? (laughs) He's a daughter. No, not what? <laughs> no. What's her name from Cabaret? Uh, you guys are the worst. You're supposed to be quick pickups. Oh, I'm enjoying this. You don't know, though, do you? <laughs> it's not enjoying. You don't know. I'll know it when I hear it. Yeah, I, I know we'll exactly know why you're like, oh, I can't believe you didn't know this because everyone fucking knows it, but I didn't know it. It was funny. It was like something in life where you were like, wait, is that? That's. <laughs> Anyway, she was in a movie that's like out of print now too. It's like tell them Julie, Julie Moon or something. Don't look it up. I'll get it. Um, because uh, her father was a director too, and it's just a blur. She didn't matter a time. You can just hear me slowly put it together. You should be talking about something. No, else. no, I'm I'm enjoying your process. No, no, no. We need people talking. I do all the talking, just sitting there laughing. Come on now. You're not wrong. Well, yeah, I'm I was sorry. Look it up I'm, for I'm you. Doing my best. Gonna... No, no, no. I'll just talk about something else. It's like we're here to pick up each other. I'm always picking I up you. You and bruise easily. There you go. <laughs> yep. Because I love that line, so I'm glad that you mentioned it. <laughs> you just get focused on something. So yeah, I can't even think of that goddamn director. Oh, so we're gonna get a reveal in this moment. Oh, yeah. Actually, the makeup, it does look... They make it look... Oh, I love this outfit. What is that? Oh, yeah. Like a thousand <laughs> napkins. Uh, everyone really dressed up for this scene. It's great. Yeah. Okay, so the director I was thinking of is Vincent Minnelli, and she's Liza Minnelli. Thank you. Uh, yeah. I'm sorry that y'all got mad, but just remember, they're even worse than I am. <laughs> <laughs> Victory's going to pretend that they weren't paying attention, and maybe they weren't. But you knew what, what I was I trying to exactly remember. I was paying attention. I was paying attention to the movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's true. You did a good job. Sis, of course, without makeup. Because I do remember really liking that line. I sue and bruise easily. <laughs> okay, I like this top. But that, that 
toucan outfit on the end is a, is is an outfit I do not like. What? Well, I said we'd point out because we're all like, I love this outfit, and I was like, let's just admit that we love all the outfits and talk about the outfits we don't like. You right. like it, huh? No, I don't okay. like it. I mean, I like and the, like his Western thing. I've never been a really I'm big fan like of the Western stuff. Excited for people who put on lots of colors because I don't ever feel comfortable doing that. Hmm. Oh, Jesus. There was one time my mom, like, when I went into military school, she was trying to kind of, like, de-punk me, and she bought me some clothes, and I went to some, I went to one dance at military school, one dance, and I was like, okay, well, I'll wear the outfit, and I'll try to be normal or whatever, Uh and I'm wearing it, and I'm kind of having a good time, and just at one point in the middle of it, I, like, looked down and realized that I'm wearing... A yellow shirt and red pants. And I was like, dude, I'm fucking McDonald's. <laughs> and I was like, this was horrible. I shouldn't have done it. I just, I'll just wear a t-shirt and black jeans. That's, that's fucking that's hilarious. <laughs> See, yeah. I think they did almost a good job with the makeup. It does look oh, yeah, pretty it horrible. It looks awful. Yeah. But I mean, yeah, and it does look. Someone like threw scabs. acid in your face, yeah. And yeah, the movie where that happens to Liza Minnelli is "Tell Them Julie Moon." It's a good movie, but it was like, this really happens that people like get mad and run up and throw acid on people. Jeez, us. Yeah. <laughs> Often it kills people. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I wasn't too shocked, but it was still like, just shoot them or. <laughs> Right? It's such a fucking cruel... Mm. Mm. Yeah, and it's like, yeah. It's all... You know, if I can't have you, nobody can. I want you to look horrible. Yeah, exactly. What is this? It's also political, too. Like, um... It's it's often, like... <laughs> Let's frame it. They're gonna frame <laughs> Remember the acid attack? <laughs> <laughs> well, they were, you know, pretty. I mean, you can start to see how they're kind of villainous and shit. Yeah. But anyways, I was saying, so it's it's done to feminists too, like feminist yeah. activists are frequently. Okay, this outfit gets a ten way. though. <laughs> oh, this is a have them shoot up. Mm-hmm. This is real too. They got a nurse to do it, so they are like actually putting a needle in. If that bothers anybody. <laughs> Oh, really? Yeah. I mean, they're not really shooting up mascara, but... <laughs> yeah, that's real. So they just, like, st- stuck it in and I then, guess. like, handed it know. off? I don't know. It must have. I forgot what that was from, too, but it was like, you know, that whole, say it, say liquid eyeliner. It's like (laughs) people like getting people to say shit. I love the booby shake. (laughs) One of my favorite divine moves. Hardcore art. They were saying this was on one of the, the first original, like, punk shirts. Um... The divine in a mohawk, that image. 
somebody took that image and put it on like some of the first punk rock shirts. Really? Ever. Yeah. Because again, this is seventy-three. Do you have one? No, I don't have one. That's kind of disappointing. It's not. It's not. <laughs> I love these movies, but I mean, I would get a shirt with Divine on it. Wow, that is a big present. And she's in it. <laughs> For your amusement. Freshly kidnapped. Cuts off her arm. It looks real, too. Well, you wouldn't want an old stale kidnapping. No. No, you make sense. I am going to be eating something. Mute your podcast now. You know, I lean into the microphone. Through the... Oh, Jesus. <laughs> There's like a bow on it. <laughs> that looks real. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Show it. It's like a human disco ball. Oh, this is where she thinks she killed her. It's saying that none of these people were like trained actors, but I think Mink is amazing in this. (laughs) I'm sure people run up to her even now. She's like, you know, in her 60s or whatever. Maybe 50s, because she's pretty young. Let's find out how old Mink still is. I think she looks younger than she is. I thought she was like in her 20s in this. Yeah, must be, but because somewhat the same age as John Waters. But however old she is, that people are running up and be like, I wouldn't suck your lousy dick. <laughs> <laughs> Remember when we did um, uh, Short Eyes? Mm-hmm. And those were real prisoners in that movie. And oh, one yeah. of the guys came up to, um, I think it was John Davidson, the guy from the X-Men movies, the original, the first couple of X-Men movies, came up to one of them. And I can't remember what line he said, but something that's, in that movie, so it's gonna be harsh or something. Oh my god! And the guy was like, "Whoa!" <laughs> like was like literally like stunned, and he had to be like, "Oh, it's me!" And he's like, "Oh, okay." <laughs> I forgot what it was. Oh, it was um, you know, uh, you better do what I want, or there's either gonna be um, blood on my knife or shit on my prick. <laughs> yeah. And so he saw him like in an elevator, and he's like, "Blood on my knife or shit on my prick," and the guy's like. <laughs> when I met at um, the grocery store, I met the actor, one of the actors in uh, my own private Idaho, and I go, "You're the guy with the wine bottle up your ass." <laughs> he was like, "Yeah, that's me. <laughs> wine bottle up your butt, guy. There's a bunch of people around, and you're talking about a wine bottle up my ass." <laughs> <laughs> Just want to buy my stuff at Zupans and yeah. go on my way, but it wasn't Zupans because his wife worked at Zupans and. Oh, They're not together anymore. So no. <laughs> like, I can't shop. He didn't shop his yeah. <laughs> well, This is also I'm, divine. Lost my wife and my shopping privileges. He didn't normally play out of drag, but he's in this and he's in another movie where he does. Yeah, we, a couple the one with scenes. Chris out of drag. Yeah. Does that whole movie out of drag? Kinda. Oh wait, you mean Lust in the Dust or what? No, is that mayonnaise? It's just all this like gross Americana stuff that he has to put in these movies. 
<laughs> I'm not even married. Right, because that's how kids are born. They just. Oh. Yeah, it's, it's very gross. I I remember I went to a friend's house that was like that. Oh no! It's like yeah. the first time I was in a house like that. Like it was like all fucked up, and I was like, I don't get it. What's what, something's different here? Oh. <laughs> Shockingly like you actually. <laughs> So, like Mink years. is like 70 now. I'm not good with the math, but born in August 25th, 1947. Oh, wow. That's when my dad was born. Because it's always in, I was listening to an interview when I was biking up the hill to come here, and he was like, I'm 65 now. And I was like, I think maybe that's the 90s or something. <laughs> or, you know, 2005, I don't know. But... Oh, when they were the interviewer. Yeah, when the interviewer took old. place. Okay. Yeah. Well, and in the commentary, sometimes they get the commentary off the laser disc, and so you're listening to a commentary that's from the eighties. They like added <laughs> gross shit. <laughs> yes. Oh. With mayonnaise on it. Oh. <laughs> Playing Crash with Daddy. <laughs> Still stabbing. Yeah. yeah he sucked. That's so good. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> it's a great visit. <laughs> this is good. And it's just funny that he's like, he shot this silent, you know. That. <laughs> <laughs> And that people probably did think that they were crazy. <laughs> right? <laughs> it's not like they closed off the street or anything, right? No, and a lot of times he'll tell you when he got permission, but a lot of times they didn't. And they were just, it's kind of like the spook who sat by the door. They would just like show up and start filming. <laughs> Gorilla filmmaking, they called it, in the spook who sat by the door. But I guess that's that's. I Look mean, at that chest hair. Oh yeah. <laughs> What'd you say, Honeycut? You talking about Mash over there? Yeah, I just started to talk about Mash real quick. Keep talking about Mash, and I'll do that in the background. Oh okay. Uh, so you didn't PJ say Honeycut. Honeycut. No, I didn't say fucking Honeycut. <laughs> I'm very interested in how you could compare or somehow make a connection from this to Honeycut. You were watching Mash. No. <laughs> No, I was just saying you, you get those like raw cuts from raw people. cut. That's what I thought was honey. Cut. I think so, but like those reactions shots from from uh, folks on the street that way. Oh yeah, that you can't you should, uh, even actor like a, your extras or whatever aren't going to give you that good. Yeah, he'll say that sometimes. Like sometimes you're watching something and be like, oh, that's extras, and other times you're watching something and be like, that's just people that were there, <laughs> and their like shock reactions are real. 
What are they? I don't think she likes it. I can't remember, but that's like a makeup thing. I don't think she likes it, but what is it? It's just like a an eyebrow brush. Yeah, but... It looks like cranberry sauce on lettuce. That's what it looks like. <laughs> yes. She got cleaned up. That's nice. I was wondering how she got the hook. <laughs> fitted hook to. It comes together. That's funny because she's the egg lady. Oh, meat and potatoes, like the Universal Transformers ride. That's right. <laughs> no more sushi for you, you California fucking cucks. <laughs> <laughs> no, like the idea of veganism doesn't exist or animal, Not in Transformers whatever. world. No. If you want to fight robots, you'll need all the. Surprised they didn't kick us off the ride. <laughs> you can't have our delicious chipped beef. You can't fight robots. <laughs> You'll get meatballs and I'm glad meatballs. real life isn't like that ride. I love that ride. It was that was my I think my favorite ride. I can't remember the others, but it was fun, but it's always like where you think you're gonna get killed and then a robot saves you and it's just like too close to the edge all the time. Yeah. I, it seems like we weren't really good at what we were supposed to be doing. <laughs> we were supposed to be getting away. We were supposed to be trained while we were waiting for three hours. Yeah, but all, all we did was all we did was learn was... about chip beef. And, and what? And if you're not ready to kill, get out of here. So. <laughs> That's right. They kept telling us to get out of line. I remember when they came in those tins. Oh yeah, premium crackers. Just struts in with one. <laughs> well, she brought food. That's nice. <laughs> that was a little bit margaret hamilton i love the way she delivers lines they're so good was it you was it you taffy <laughs> He says that it was amazing that they would like let him in that. They let him in the prison to to shoot that. You know, when she does eventually get electrocuted. Everyone's seen this movie, right? <laughs> but that they they're bringing in their little like electric chair prop that they brought in and it's like you said that like people must have thought they were crazy too like bringing that in. But that the people would like, yeah, you can come in and film. It's amazing. This is like a time before so many like OSHA rules or things like that. Hmm. People are just like, yeah, I don't, I don't think we could get sued for this. It's not even in our thought process. <laughs> what did you say? The Christians are love, mother. The Christians are love. <laughs> 
a good quote. <laughs> Have you noticed that there's almost no Krishnas anymore? <laughs> this is rocking. <laughs> mm. Mm. Like doing Devo moves. What is going on? <laughs> Stink sticks. <laughs> Stink sticks. That's funny. <laughs> We just saw Krishna's in L.A. though. We How saw can... two. Doesn't matter. Yeah. Doesn't matter. You're like, well, don't you notice? No, I noticed we just it's, saw it's one. It's a massive we saw, city. But we saw a whole fucking parade of them in Brighton. Yeah. There, you see Krishna's. That was a few years ago. That was I like, mean, the like first I haven't time seen I've them. seen them since I see. the 90s. Yeah, I guess. I haven't seen them in Portland in a long time. I did time. have No one's offered me a free book. Yeah. <laughs> no one's offered me a sweet feast. I mean, they might be coming back with a vengeance. The place has been shut down for quite a while. They've been regrouping. You're going to see a billion Krishnas now. You're going to eat your words. I, maybe. Maybe we could restart it. I had one punk friend. And, of course, this is the this straight-edge band I liked in the 80s. One of the few straight-edge bands that really shredded. The, a band that couldn't think of anything better to call themselves than the youth of today. <laughs> but... <laughs> But he became a Krishna, and it was, like, weird that, like, 10, 15 years later, he's still a Krishna. I knew this guy, Troy, name-dropped. And uh, he was a punk, and he was in that band, um, Skeksis Midnight Runners. And, like, he became Krishna, and he's still a Krishna. I never ride on... I rode on your motorcycle. Uh-huh. Not your motorcycle. I rode on your My moped. scooter, yeah. scooter. But, like, I rode on his motorcycle once. It's weird because I'm a, kind of afraid of motorcycles. And I ride on this motorcycle at a punk show. The punk band was so bad that I went outside. I think I brought a dog out. Someone had their dog in the show, and we would always bring the dogs out because uh, punk shows are not good for, for dogs. No. Someone wanted to bring their dog into chopsticks, and we let them bring it on the smoking patio. Like, it's a service dog. And it's like... Service dog or not, it's not healthy for your dog to be in a fucking screamingly loud karaoke bar, you know? But anyway, this guy Troy was like the drunkest person in the show. And I get on his motorcycle. Oh, no. And I remember we went like a couple blocks where I was like, right, let's stop this because we're going to crash into a wall. <laughs> and he became a Krishna. <laughs> Some people you have know, such yeah, problems. He's like, I was such a drunk. I needed anything. Yeah, there's some people where I was like, I get that you're in A. It's the only thing that worked for you. It's it's mind washing or whatever. <laughs> when you came in here, your mind or your brain needed a scrubbing. <laughs> but like, I get it that maybe like Krishna was the only thing that could keep him from like whatever. Right. A 12 pack of what Milwaukee every night. Argue with results? No. Probably more. He's one of the super drunk people in the scene. There was another guy that was in this bad punk band. Can't remember the name of it. But his claim to fame was he sold his drum set for like a 24 pack of beer. Oh, Jesus. I'm like, ah, what? It's a really bad drum set, but still. <laughs> it was probably like one snare drum and like, you know, no other toms and a bass drum and maybe like part of a cymbal. But still worth more than a twenty-four yeah, pack of beer. Maybe two look at that guy; he's rocking. Get two cases of beer. <laughs> <laughs> now her two friends are still so cute through this whole thing. Yeah, they are. Right, well, 
And they're also in Pink Flamingos, and they're in some of the scenes I find slightly problematic. <laughs> I think Pink Flamingos is a little hard to watch. And not for me, not for the shit. The shit doesn't bother me in the slightest. <laughs> I remember the first time someone... There's other stuff. They kill, they kill a chicken in it. Ugh. They literally kill a chicken. And he was like, we're poor, we ate the chicken. I mean, they're people that eat chicken, so... Yeah. But it's like, I don't want to watch that or yeah, see it. Same. You can see the chick, you know, not interesting. I don't need to watch that. <laughs> I just remember the first time anyone told me about that movie, they were like, There is yeah, some good stuff in it. Fucking eats, eats dog it. shit. And I was like, yeah, but it's probably not real. And they're like, oh, it's real. I was like, how do you know? And they're like, it's right from the dog. Yeah. <laughs> well, that was the whole point. And you can see them. That's why I love the documentary about it. Because it's brilliant, and you don't have to watch Pink Flamingos. <laughs> Out. <laughs> and there's taking pictures. And, ah. <laughs> Well, that just is a little over the top looking. <laughs> is this where you think you finally killed her? Yes. Finally... <laughs> oh, it's the trampoline and more fucking fish. Well, this is, you know. He was like, I like the tri disco ball. There it is, the trampoline. What? I what like is the this show that the they're back. putting on? The outfit is it's hot. Un- I like it's that. really cool. I don't think you could wear it without the chest hair, though. No, maybe. I think you could wear it if you had, you know, tick bitties or whatever. They would look cool. (laughs) Energy. Yep. Woo, we love it. (laughs) Awesome. There's all that equipment in the back. Hair bell bottoms. <laughs> <laughs> what is this show? Did, if people paid to get into this show. Yeah, I would. <laughs> I mean, I'd pay some to go into the show. Somewhere for sure. in the country or I world, mean... there is a drag performer doing this right now, <laughs> jumping on a trampoline, so. and someone paid big bucks and are showering them with dollars. And however much money they're getting for doing it, they deserve more. <laughs> I mean, I feel like we've been to plenty of shows like this. Maybe, maybe. Whoa! Fuck yeah! Well, he brought it up. It was like, you paid for this? I would pay for this. <laughs> Especially if it was divine. You'd have to pay yeah. like $45 oh, yeah. if it was divine. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, like, I don't know how the show was advertised, and I'm, I'm really interested in, in finding that out. Like, what? You're just hungry for something different. Do you want to see someone jump on a trampoline? And rip Whoa! <laughs> oh, man, what is the uh, fucking Jesus people? <laughs> I had a guy in this town. I went to someone's house after drunken karaoke. And then they were, her roommates were, like, sitting around smoking pot, ripping up phone books. And they had, like, a stack of phone books that they had stolen off of whatever, you know, pe- people's doorstops. Yeah, total ew. <laughs> and they, these, these, these... <laughs> Guys taught me how to rip a phone book in half, and I was able to do it that night. But I had had a bunch of drinks, and it's like, 
Ever since then, I've tried to do it, and I can't do it. Yeah, I can't do it either. But I literally ripped a phone book that night. They were just like <laughs> sitting around listening to records and ripping up phone books <laughs> that they had stolen off people's porches in the area. Just Look at keep that. putting on lipstick. Just keep putting on lipstick. <laughs> Whatever <laughs> happens. Go whiter and whiter. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe because they said that... that Divine with Dawn was going to shoot people or something. Oh, maybe. People would go to that. <laughs> as much as I hate fucking Gigi Allen, he kept having this like thing where he would be like, I'm going to play a show at Halloween where I'm going to shoot myself and take other people with me. And then he kept canceling. Before I knew a lot about him, uh, I kept hearing that he was supposed to play this uh, place that I would go to punk shows, Club Dreamers. Uh-huh. And he was like, yeah, he's going to play on Halloween. And he's going to, with no internet, everybody in my school knew about this. It was like, this guy's going to come. And he's going to shoot himself and he's going to take people with. And do you want to go? And I was like, first of all, no, I don't want to go. <laughs> and then second, I don't think that, that it's real. And he kept canceling. He kept canceling, but he's going to do it. Do you think he kept canceling? Or the club owner was like, again, you yeah. tell people that you're going to kill people. No, you yeah. can't play here. It's bad enough you poop on the mic, but <laughs> you bring your own mics this time. Yeah. God damn it! But again, no praise for that horrible man. He did. <laughs> it's a cap gun. <laughs> I, mean, I actually, before I even watched this scene, I woke up thinking about <laughs> punk venues and how a lot of them just had like one entrance. Oh, yeah. And I was yeah. like, they really are like scary. Even when I was doing punk shows most recently at uh, Laughing Horse, it was like, there's one entrance in that thing. <laughs> it was like, people will put up with a lot so they can have the events they want, but they're fucking death trap and the fire hydrant is like right, right. there. <laughs> Easy access. Seems like you'd run right into it. Oh, right? <laughs> Just gonna get a whole lot of fucking busted knees and shit. When they were building her up the whole time. Admission $3. See, now we know how much. I love it. Just living in the woods. And <laughs> $3 seems like a pretty good deal. Yeah. That was usually the I price mean, of... Not forget punk shows. Before I started going to punk shows, when I started going to punk shows, there were always six bucks, six bucks, six bucks, six bucks. Three dollars is what a seven inch would cost, and seven inches now. I saw a seven inch that was ten bucks. Like what? I can't believe it. Whoa. (laughs) We mean business. Come on, Davenport. Just firing into the air. (laughs) Gun safety. Were you looking for me before? Did you she haven't got a chance, the... and there's dogs, and you can get away from dogs. What? Says you can get away from dogs. Oh, I just said there's dogs. I didn't say you couldn't get away. But well, they were saying that you can't get away. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. You just get in the water. Yeah. Backtrack. Or float down. Go go wild. 
There were so many people that didn't take him seriously, John Waters, and that the fact that that was a hit, that Pink Flamingos was a hit, um, you know, allowed him to make bigger movies. Is that, and that's good because I like this movie so much better than Pink Flamingos. Well, they seem like the production value get just goes up. Oh, and, and up polyester, and up. yeah, exactly. I agree. Then they're just there. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't do one thing. <laughs> the courtroom. This is the thing that was on a punk shirt. It was like the Mohawk. And you'll still see t-shirts of this. <laughs> yeah. It's a perfect judge. Perfectly cast. No notes. Oh, did she say the line earlier? Was she yelling? Because it, she does. She says a lot of things that were real. And one of them, she was like, mentions a serial killer. And another one, she mentions um, Leslie Bacon. She's like, I framed Leslie Bacon. And it was something that was in the news and kind of um, a rare reference. But it was this woman, Leslie Bacon, was wrongly accused of blowing up the Capitol or of being a, a weatherman, but that uh, she didn't do it. And she eventually got off, but like... It was a big thing in the news at the time for a hot minute. And they mentioned. I don't think I heard that. Yeah. Another one. Yeah, not Arthur Bremen. They mentioned Arthur Bremen. And that's who I, I was talking about before we started uh, recording. He um, attempted to assassinate U.S. Democratic President candidate George Wallace on May fifteenth. 1972 but george wallace was also like a super like anti uh integration guy and shit yeah and like famous for like saying like the most fucking racist shit while pretending to or maybe he felt i think he did feel that he was like anti-racist that horrible uh there's a lot of those southern guys that had that well not even southern chicago that mayor that kept getting re-elected elected mayor daly he built all the ghettos and slums in Chicago and he thought he was like, they interviewed a guy who was like, he literally thought he was doing something good right. for people of color and it was like, it was just not. And yeah, the, we watched a documentary once where he was like, if integration happens, the like, what did he say? The colored person would be the loser. And it's just like, Wrong. So hearing that someone tried to assassinate, the sad part is that they missed, if right. you ask me. And I had to do jail time, and I didn't even get to kill him? Yeah. Bullshit. Still in jail. Same with the woman who tried to assassinate President Ford, <laughs> whose big reason was, I, we didn't vote for him. <laughs> it's a widow's peak hat. Yeah, seriously. Mrs. Dasher. It's like a... <laughs> It's like the indie media lady. Well, it's they're li- they're Dash. they're a little bit like Manson, in a way. Yeah. Where it's like they were manipulating, and they get Don to do these things. I mean, she still did them, but but then they get off scot free. Mm-hmm. They're giving her attention and like telling her to say these things and do these things and giving her money. Richard Speck. He was saying that was like the big super first serial killer that was his generation. Hmm. Which for me, where I grew up in, it was Gacy. 
the big serial killer, where you get chloroformed and you'll wake up dead. <laughs> Which is something my mom used to say. <laughs> it's weird. I think we grew up with lots of serial killers over on the West Coast. Mm. Yeah. I mean, it was later, well, too. Seattle yeah. was the murder capital. It just got worse. Yeah. I hear that about so many cities. The, Washington, D.C. was the murder capital of the world. A lot of it has to do with, like, the I-5 yeah. corridor and stuff like that. But. I was like, why are your kitties looking so cute and, like, present? It's getting close to feeding time. Yeah. <laughs> They're just, like, here looking pretty. <laughs> Showing up, looking at us. Yeah, oh, it's late even, but we'll, we'll make it there. The movie's almost done gotta feed these cats so we're gonna cut this podcast short i'm so sorry (laughs) and when did he die he's got piercing blue eyes i can't describe the horror David Lockery, (laughs) he died really young, 1977. No, the main guy, the the guy, what is it? Because she's Donna, now I can't remember his name. Mr. Dash? Dash and Donna, yeah. Divine's former best friend, I see. He allegedly died bleeding to death in his New York apartment after falling on glass while on PCP. Shortly after the release of Waters' first film without him and Divine, Desperate Living, 1977. Hmm. So it was a drug-related accident. Oh, PCP? Well, Angel Dust? <laughs> Godfather, our children are dying. <laughs> Bucky! What has he had? <laughs> some loungewear. Seriously, can you give me some of that loungewear? Come on now. He almost looks like the guy from um, Twin Peaks. Oh, I could see that. I was thinking he looked like a, little, like a slightly grown-up version of the... The Donna tapes. Like the kid from Big Mouth. Oh, maybe. I'm not weird enough to think that someone would look like a cartoon, but okay. <laughs> I'd go with Dale Cooper over a cartoon, but... I see it, though. I see it. Dale Cooper. <laughs> <laughs> Her physical acting is oh, phenomenal. So good. He's sweating. Is like, uh, is this going well? No, he's like saying all the wrong things, but. <laughs> ah, ah, there's another outfit I don't think I like. 
upside You're not down. supposed to like these outfits. I like you? the first one. I like the yeah. first one. <laughs> this one they put oatmeal on the face. Yes, we have, Your Honor. Busted. We got find the defendant double busted. There's some rails you could skate. <laughs> oh yeah. The you show up in the courtroom. Doing the sentencing. Ah, uh-huh, they're happy. <laughs> so yeah, this is at the real prison in Baltimore. Hog. Now if that lady from Orange Is the New Black didn't take her inspiration from her, I don't know where she did. That pencil tucky girl. Hmm. You're not allowed to talk about a TV show you didn't finish. Oh, God. Come I'm on. Sorry. I finished enough of it. She's nope. supposed to be in there one year, and they made like 19 years. I'm afraid it's really good TV. A lot of good uh, woman directors and writers. It's fucking amazing. You watch it. I watched enough. No, you didn't. I'm, I'm here to tell you. In a major way? Yes. My name's Dominic, and I'm here to say I like orange as the new black in a major way. It's a radical show that you need to watch, and if you don't, you hate women or something. Your rap career starts today. Yeah, if you time machine me back to 1979. Or time machine me back to 75 when that would totally be cutting edge. It'd be funny to watch people lose their mind. They'd just go, Hey, singing in a way that's crazy. It's amazing. Watching a slow part in Female Trouble. Something, something. I'm going to smash the state and turn it all into rubble. Just does this whole scene titty out? Yeah. There's too much blue. (laughs) (laughs) I like that. Give me back those presents. Of the entirety of your life being a performance art piece. Yeah. All because she didn't get them cha-cha heels. That's right. <laughs> She'd gotten those cha-cha heels. She would have stayed in school. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> okay, lesbians. Lesbians. I like how they spelled it the way she said it. Les Bumpin' pussies. <laughs> You don't want the adjustment center. Don't let them jump on the equipment. Hungry cats want to fuck shit up. I'm going to interview her real quick, lady. Should have fed them before. The lack of professionalism. It was way too early. Eh, It's not the longest movie. Way too early. It's only an hour and a half. It's like 5.30 now. It would have been like 40 minutes early. It's fine. Yeah. As long as they don't fuck it up, everything's cool. That's right. But we're not done yet. She's happy to be part of things. Right. This is a very, like, open-door prison. I like it. (laughs) What are you talking about? 
<laughs> All these people just like coming to visit their friend on death's door. Open air, yeah, but it could, yeah. What movie? Oh, Midnight Express. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or like open air prison. You can just but mill around the space. We're Fuck extra around. horrible. Yeah, we'll cut off your hands and shit, but. Uh oh. What's worse than eating on a podcast? Sneezing on the podcast. <laughs> oh no, I'm never gonna listen to your podcast again. Right in my God, you ate an M M&M and M, and then you had the audacity to sneeze. <laughs> I get it though. Sometimes sneezes can be pretty damn triggering. So oh, yeah. Especially your sneezes over there. Don't what? do it. What do you mean? Thought you heard me. <laughs> Why does everyone use their full name? Don Davenport. Because it's Don Davenport, and that's the way the writer wrote it. John Waters. (laughs) She looks kind of like Ron Perlman, that famous cello player. Pizza face? Not Ron Perlman, maybe, because Ron Perlman is also an actor. Yeah, we'll figure it out. We'll get it all straightened out in the wrap-up. <laughs> he looks pretty gothic. Yeah, he looks serious. like the singer of The Damned. <laughs> She's made a lot of friends in prison. I'm impressed. I wouldn't have necessarily said she was in a great social person. John Davenport, she had friends throughout the whole movie. There's the fake electric <laughs> chair that they brought in. It looks real. A little rickety here, like... Uh... I mean, sometimes they even do that kind of on purpose. Like, sometimes it's for budget, and other times they want it to look kind of dumb. Right. I don't know. I biked here. I didn't finish the commentary. I had listened to it before. It is bizarre that there's no commentary on the Blu-ray. There's a lot of interviews. That is weird. Why would they take out the commentary? That's like some of the reasons you get things like that. Maybe because it's all in the interview and he didn't want to do a new commentary. I don't know. Why not just rip it and put it in the new... Or maybe they couldn't get the rights for it or something. Maybe not. Yeah, it's politics. You know, the Blue Harvest Video Company isn't going to release it. There's a lot of, like stuff that I'm still learning about. They're like, oh, that's why. In Voyager, he couldn't be the same character that he was in. I mean, he could be. They didn't want to give that, keep giving that writer for the episode in Next Generation with Wesley for that Red Squad. And uh-huh. like, because it's totally based off that character, but they had to give him a name, a different name, so that they didn't have to give the writer money every single episode. They just couldn't afford it. <laughs> <laughs> They're all stoked. I love it. <laughs> Freeze frame. Freeze frame. Divine, divine. Mink stole. Mink stole. Cooking new Good names. 
All of Divine's hits are available on iTunes. Shoot your shot. She would play, uh, go around, play punk shows and sing. There's great pictures of her at punk shows with the dead boys and other people. Bitch prisoner. Mary, 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 Mary Xmas. Well, go feed your cats. What was the song she sang on? What were we watching her on? David Letterman or something like that? I don't know. I think you did that. I don't know. <laughs> I thought we did that. All you right, did I'll... that by yourself. You did that. That's you. You're the one. The characters <laughs> and incidents portrayed in the names used here in are fictitious. Any similarity to the name character history of any person is unintentional. <laughs> Thank you, Chase Surround Stereo. We all know this is about Cheryl. Uh, but I mean, a lot of stuff was based on real experiences. So that's funny. <laughs> he would even say people's names in the commentaries. Like, this is based off of this. And this happened to my grandmother. And at the end of it, <laughs> anything it's like that. It's all this, this is totally fake. <laughs> <laughs> it lies. Thank you, Whammo. Yeah. Whammo is the company that wouldn't give him the rights to release the commentary. That's what it is. And they're like, we got lock on that goddamn commentary. Something like, now you're not going to hear me. This is where you're not going to hear me. Sounds like I'm in a, a locked closet. They locked me in a closet. That's a birdcage, actually. You like the right arm or we'll the We'll see you arm? in the write-up, everybody. Victory has left the building. <laughs> so I suppose we I want stop. the AC and fan to go back on for a little bit. I'm sweaty. <laughs> Thank you for going through that journey of, of me doing all the talking. You did a great job, by no, the way. No, you both did very well. It was fine. Well, thank you. That was and kind a of you. Too much laughing, but it was fine. We'll see you soon. Bye. <laughs>